Today's episode of Locked On Spartans is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. On today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about the Keith Appling situation, and then we will uh, answer some listener email questions as well and talk about Matt's lifetime career-making uh, achievement. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans. Your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Monday, May 24th. The year is 2021. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my Phil Mickelson ain't got bleep on him co-host mm, that's Matt right. Sheehan. Let's talk about the real story, Will. <laughs> that's, that's right, buddy. <laughs> the golf story that everyone is talking about. Sure. We'll, we'll address it in a minute <laughs> on today's show. Uh, we do have a very serious topic to talk about. Uh, Keith Appling will yeah. do it just quickly off the jump because, honestly, there's not a lot to say. I don't think there's many takes that need to be formed, which might be the uh, ultimate take for this. Uh, and then we'll go through some more listener uh, emails to you know, change the tone, have some fun, and talk about lighter MSU stuff. That's planned for today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's start, Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. With Keith Appling, and then we can we'll get to your hole in one later in the show. What okay? what a juxtaposition that's going to be. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, no, that's no, why no doubt. we're going to put a commercial break in between. <laughs> just for the better. Just, yeah, just that's makes a sense. To do tough it. transition to make between yeah. the two. So uh, it is Sunday night as we record this. As of right now, Keith Appling is at large wanted for murder in the city of Detroit. A dispute with a 66-year-old man ended in Keith Appling allegedly shooting and killing this guy, and he is now at large uh, considered armed and dangerous and wanted for murder. Um, Appling had been going down a a rough, scary path for a while, Matt. He, after his professional basketball career ended, it wasn't but a couple of years, he was arrested on gun charges wasn't long after that he was arrested on drug charges for um, the intent to or manufacture an intent to distribute heroin which that's uh that's not like getting picked up with a, a gram of pot in your pocket Matt that's right yeah. it's a different yeah. level of this stuff and he had served jail time um, was out obviously during this last incident and I think just the only like the only reaction to have is just it's sad. It's yeah, yeah. all around heartbreaking for every party. Like obviously it goes without saying the the man that Keith Appling allegedly killed. Like it's horrible. It's heartbreaking for him, his family. It's heartbreaking for Keith that his life, you know, seven years ago, six years ago, he was playing at Michigan State, trying to get to a Final Four trying to carve out a professional basketball career. And, you know, you and I, like, left college around the same time as Keith Appling. And right, yeah. It's just, like, I look at that time frame and what's happened in my life and just sort of, 
you know, a typical whatever common life that that you and I have. Just it's it's normal, right? We're married. We have a young kid. I would we say own, so, yeah. With our wives, we own a home and we live in an area that we like and whatever. Yeah. But just to think in like in that time frame since we left MSU to now, like what has happened in his life, what he's done, what has happened to him, um, it's insane to think of. And it's just so sad because of where he was, the potential that he had in terms of like four-year education at Michigan State, well-known guy, some notoriety, like certainly had the chance to go down a really good path. We've seen so many guys, even when their their pro basketball careers don't work out because of the fraternity of MSU, the brotherhood of being a Spartan basketball player, having your degree from MSU, like it can open a lot of doors and it can lead to a lot of really good things. But that stuff's not guaranteed, right? He's not guaranteed to, to go down a good path you have to still go down the good path and just unfortunately a lot of things went wrong for Keith down the road and this is a really sad sad terrible conclusion seems like conclusion I mean you know sure, innocence yeah. until proven guilty but of if course. everything plays out and he's arrested for murder and tried for murder and in convicted of murder like that's that's it that's the end of the line for his uh his free life which is just it's terribly sad and i don't think i don't think you anyone needs to have like this might be like the strongest thing i feel about this like i don't think anyone needs to have a take on this you don't have to we don't have to formulate opinions uh like sports talk radio style on every single subject we don't have to wonder who's to blame is this like anything like oh could this have been prevented by like there's i don't even want to say them because like people are just saying wild stuff about it like it's just it's sad it's just a tragedy you don't have to make a joke you don't have to be smug about it you just like react to it like this really sad story that it is and just there's not much you can do about it matt no, and, I, you know, I spent the last day trying to think of, like, what I'm going to say here when we flick the mic on, right? And I, I've still got nothing. It's been 24 hours since I've heard the news. It's it's horribly sad, uh, up and down, like you said it best. Goes without saying, yeah, the the man who was shot and killed, that's obviously number one. But just the whole Keith Appling saga has been crazy, man. And, and we, we don't really know everything about everyone, right? Um, right, yeah. You know, we, we see the guy. He was a good basketball player. I mean, I, this is my limited exposure with him. Uh, just interviewing him, you know, probably once or twice a week. You know, senior year, we were both the same class, so we would talk, have mm-hmm. banter. It's all, from all accounts, seemed like a pretty normal kid. And, you yeah, know, nice, hear quiet from other kid. people, too, like, oh, that's not who Keith is, whatever. But, yeah. So like you said, the, the path taken since graduation – it's the path he took, and yeah, it, it sucks because it, this isn't like a one-off thing, right? It, this has been scary, repeated, and unfortunately just now is what it is, and it's a terrible thing. So, yep. yeah, there's, there's no take. The, 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 the more you try to work a take, uh, probably the more wrong you're going to be about the way <laughs> yeah. you're going about this, right? I mean, it's it's, it's just it's, it's sad as hell all yeah. around. I mean, I, I hate to see it. And, yeah, and it's yeah. an all-too-unfortunate 
situation that uh, that happens a lot. Not specifically with a Division One former Division One former professional athlete. Like that's the rarity of it, and that's what makes it no notable and head- headline worthy. But like kids, like Detroit doesn't have to just be Detroit, but it happens a lot in Detroit. It has happened a lot in Detroit. Young kids from tough areas, like it's just hard to not end up going down the wrong path. And a lot of people are from really tough situations and don't end up murdering someone or allegedly murdering someone. But like this is, it's not, it's not like a total stunner, right? It's like, it's, it's part of the system that we have here uh, in the U.S. that unfortunately uh, leaves a lot of people behind, Matt. Yeah. And, I, uh, I, yeah. I, just, it's, I just don't know what to say still. I'll still be dumbfounded even 24 hours after we're done recording this. It's like, I know. It just sucks. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And if, um, and if it can – if if a div- star Division one athlete played at Michigan State, had a pro basketball career, if he can end up down that kind of path – Literally anyone can. Yeah. From that background. Who someone who grew up in a rough area in Detroit is from a rough area and whatever place they're from. If someone who has risen to that level of accomplishment and height can fall all the way back down, friggin' anybody can. So Yeah. It's just it's just a bummer and it's sad and I sports don't fix everything. I mean that's Nope, they sure don't. They can help. They certainly can help. They have helped, but not in every situation. Yeah, they do not fix everything. All right, let's pause here. We will, um, we won't have to segue because the the commercial break will help us do that. But we will sort of change up the atmosphere on the podcast and talk about some on the field, on the court type things with Michigan State. But first, a word, Matt, yes. from Lucy. Oh, that's a new one. Wow. Yeah. Change it up. Well, Lucy, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Congrats just, on uh, being the first just, ad break after that segment. That's oof, it's just a It's just a person named Lucy. No. Nice. <laughs> Lucy.co. Nice. Lucy.co. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers that are looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, they have come up with tobacco alternatives that do not suck this thing has these these products have been researched and developed for three years to be made for people matt not patients people not patients isn't that nice i like that i like that good nicotine company they've seen all the ben affleck pictures i've been posting on twitter that's (laughs) they've created (laughs) lucy.co has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors wintergreen cinnamon and pomegranate Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in cherry ice, citrus mint. Oh, excuse me, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. They are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use those cards to purchase Lucy now. Remember, this is a health product to help you quit your habit, to help you give a cleaner way to get nicotine, and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. Tough to uh, tough to get a nicotine fix on the airport if you're a smoker, Matt. Uh, I would say so. Yeah. It's yeah. Tough so. times. Trying. Not to anymore though. With Lucy, it's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes. Unplug your vape. Throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lo- lozenges. Locked on College Network listeners, go to Lucy.co. Use promo code Locked On College to get 20% off all products on your first order. 
includes gum, includes the lozenges. That's lucy.co, lucy.co. Use promo code Lockdown College at checkout to get 20% off all products on your first order. Also, disclaimer, warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, be sure to use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. All right, Matt. All right, well, let's mix it up here. Let's uh, get get a good taste in our mouths here. Yeah, let's let's try to do that. I've got an email, or do you, you had one, and I had a couple things. Do you want to go, or do you want me to do mine? Uh, can you do yours quick? Because of course yeah. I clicked out of the window like a jackass over here. Just uh, <laughs> moron. All right. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll have it next for you though. There we go. Okay. There it is. Okay. This is a longer email, but I like it. It's from Thomas Zambiasi. Thomas, you're the man. He's says, I have a take, and he put a trademark symbol next to the word take, so I'm in. Hey, (laughs) Hey, Will and Matt, I have a brand new take I just came up with that I wanted to send in just in case you need something for a mailbag take episode in the future, buddy. Oh, we do. (laughs) Thomas, thank you. I also should add a quick disclaimer. I haven't completely convinced myself of it yet. But Even thought better. it might deserve some discussion. Oh, it's the perfect kind of take. <laughs> I love this one. So many disclaimers at the front. I love it. <laughs> so here's the take. Yeah. Depending on how the next two to three years go. Okay. So we have couching of the take, but here's the take. Sure. The Red Box Bowl might have actually been a good game. Okay. Thomas, what have, what have we gotten into over the weekend? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I would really love to convince myself that it was a, just a defensive uh, display. Just 11 men on the defensive side of the ball against 11 children. No, it was just a, it was just an objectively horrible game to watch, right? I mean, I, I'm not I'm not crazy, right? You remember it the same way I do? That was just a, a up and down horrible horrible game to watch. So oh, man, I love that take. <laughs> That's hilarious. His first, his first reason he gives is okay. sort of. I'm interested. It as great as the D'Antonio era was, it was coming to an end, and the Red Box Bowl kind of kicked off the end of the D'Antonio era, right? These yeah, that's long, fair. That's fair. Yeah. Like just like Bowden, Mac Brown, Lloyd, Car- like big time coaches who've been at programs for a long time. It rarely ends smoothly. Michigan State D'Antonio wasn't going to be an exception to that. Mm-hmm. Like it was just it. I'm not surprised it ended that way. And the almost the the sooner you get the bandaid off, the quicker you can kind of flip the page, right? So the Red Box Bowl just being an utter disaster. It may have helped. It may have helped sort of get the wheels turning and turn the page to the next regime at uh, MSU. Okay. Second reason. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the the big fumble in the game might be the second funniest fumble he's ever seen. <laughs> Behind Jam- will be number one. Is that, that no? One, it right? should no. Um, it should be. So he means third because he forgot about the butt fumble. Uh, the Jameis Winston Rose Bowl fumble. Oh sure, yeah, incredible. That's, 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 that's a classic. That's a classic. Yeah. Um, he says he thinks enough time has passed that he can admit it was a good laugh and probably the most exciting thing to happen the whole game. I listen. I I can look back on the Red Box Bowl and laugh. Like it, listen, it yeah. was a what, oh, yeah. seven and six season, I think, or six and seven. Anybody yeah, want to slice and it? Six. Seven and six. 
there are a lot of meaningless games in that season, and that's probably the highlight of meaningless. I, no harm, no foul. Very embarrassing, but you know what? you got to laugh at your embarrassments in life. Uh, so yeah, I can laugh at it. Will I, will I ever turn around and say that was a, a good thing or a great game? I... I'm not sure if I'm quite there yet. <laughs> what is, or, let me sort of turn the page, but ask a, or not turn the page, but ask a similar question, but differently. Okay. Was the Cheez-It Bowl a good game? <sighs> you know what? Yeah, it was. So maybe it's because I had skin in the game and I just felt ashamed that okay. uh, I actually yeah. had blood in the you game that I was watching. <laughs> I, I, I was. I was, but also I, there was so much like slapstick going on in the yeah. Cheez It Bowl. Like I, I think the Red Box Bowl even lacked yep. that. The, 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 the Red Box Bowl lacked everything: pizzazz, turnovers, talents. Like it was just oh, it's horrible. Yeah, and yeah Justin was, Herbert was in that game of all people. Like, I know. R- riddle me that. I loved Herbert going into that game, and this is why you should never. There's a million reasons why you should never judge somebody for one game. Mm-hmm. I really liked Herbert. I saw that game, and I was like, man, this guy's kind of sucks. Dude, I'm, right, just, I'm right with you, right with you in lockstep. I thought Herbert which, was a bum after that game. <laughs> totally unfair uh, to, wildly, to make that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to draw that entire conclusion. Yeah, hand off. One game. Turns out turns out he could be a pretty good football player, Matt. He might yeah, be just good. one of the best rookie seasons of all time. That's that's all. That's just, n- nothing, know, nothing crazy. Just rookie passing, right? yeah. you know, all that stuff. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, the difference for me is the Cheez-It Bowl had like nine interceptions and 14 fumbles. Yeah, in back-to-back series, and like was oh, just yeah. legitimately high comedy. Like it was laugh out loud funny at certain points. There's something about it being called the Cheez It Bowl too, played on yes. a baseball field, oh, yeah. which really sets it. I mean, Red Box Bowl. That, that's that's another good one to laugh at too, because that's obsolete. Cavernous Stadium, yeah, Red Box Bowl. <laughs> Dude, Let me go yeah. to the vending machine to get my movie. Sure, I, everyone there got a free DVD rental, so that's uh, good for that's them. Pretty good sweet. on them. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Good for Fire them. Up. I, I love that email. I love that take, though. I don't. I, I don't. I don't agree with a lot of it. No, but I love it. I I just love um, that sort of like approach. Like, you know what? I'm just gonna yeah. let it rip. Yeah, I don't know. I, where I have this a take egg that I'm gonna sit on for two to three years, and then maybe it'll hatch into a full grown mature take. I've done that many a time. Many a time, I've done that. It's yeah. the way to go. It's yeah, the way to go. Um, all right, let me do one question here from Justin Ford, who emailed us. Lockdownspartans at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, Okay, what is the... um, No, I don't want that. Got some options from Justin here. All right. Okay. It's graduation time, so senior year bucket list are things that come up a lot. What, for a Michigan State student who is just graduated, is about to graduate, whatever, what... Are your must-do items for Michigan State students on campus? Give me like two or three. Take a picture with the Sparty statue is uh, number one. No, I'm okay. Um, no, okay. Um, terrible. But okay. So, tell me if this counts. I, I told myself before senior year that no matter what I'm doing or how tired I am or yada yada yada, if I'm ever invited to like go somewhere, hang out, or go to a party, I have to say yes. And like I just went ahead and did that. Like. <laughs> There was times like I was like just in bed and all of a sudden like, hey, uh, party at Orchard, are, are you coming? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. Let's do it. So like, t- t- tell me if that like that that's my best like senior advice. Just like go yeah. all out. Like just 
go for it. Listen, you only get one senior year or two. Um, and yeah, God, sucks had, for uh, the people couple. that really didn't for COVID reasons. But yeah, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. L- l- just just live it up. But yeah, I mean, all the stuff like that. I wish that there was a way to break into Spartan Stadium a little easier. Uh, me and my buddy kind of walked it. Statue of limitations are up here. We kind of walked around at like two in the morning uh, one night to see if there was a, a an opening anywhere. There was not. Um, so that that'd be cool. I guess you know what. Hey, seniors listening, see if there's a way that you could uh, crack yourself into Spartan Stadium and give me a call once you make it in there. There you go. Good, good, good influence over here. Um, those are good. Those are good. Mine is like not. It's tough. It's too late now. If you're a senior and you're leaving, although you know what, it's not because you're probably still there. Live, live in East Lansing for a summer. Oh, that's a, I never did that. That is a good one, though. I like that. Yeah. Right. Um, it is so much better. <laughs> there are no lines. <laughs> Game changer. It's like, yeah, no lines. You can go any place, whenever, and, like, just get in. And it's, um, it's not like it's not rowdy because there certainly can be fun parties and big gatherings and stuff. It's just... There's a general laid-back vibe in the summer. The weather is wonderful. There's a lot more outdoor stuff. Sitting on lawn chairs in front of the house, whatever, having a fire. I don't know. Can you even have a fire? I don't know if you can have a fire. Grilling. If it's, like, furniture lit on fire, yeah. Furniture, <laughs> furniture fire. Yeah, that's fair game. Just, you know, like, summery-type stuff. Um, and it's great because it's, like, 10% of campus stays for the summer. Everyone else leaves. And it's just cool. Like, take a class or two. Super easy. Summer classes rule. You're there for like three hours once a week or twice a week, and you're done in six weeks. It's great. I wish I would have done all my classes in the summer and none during the winter and the fall because winter classes are the worst. Take a couple classes. Hang out with your friends. Stay on campus. Go to the bar. Have casual fun night out. Throw a party every now and then. Go golfing play football or frisbee or whatever the hell you college kids do go kick the hacky sack around Mm. it's good it's fun it's the best time aside from like fall tailgate season like the start of football season is fantastic but like summer is the absolute best so i would say live at msu for a summer even if you just graduated wait like three months before you start a job don't go move back in with your parents right away like Find somewhere to live for the next few months on campus. And now I'm jealous hearing you talk about your summer East Lansing experience. God. Three summers in East Lansing. God. Sounds awesome. Yeah. All right, let's pause here. We'll come right back and finish up the show with whatever the the heck Matt has for his <laughs> for his topic du jour. But first word from Built Bar. Built Bar. Build those bars, baby. Hey, I had a Built Bar on the golf course today. Very nice. Well, if you eat built bars, you will hit a hole in one. Yeah, mark that down. That's right. That, that and that's a promise. That's a guarantee, actually. Guaranteed. There's a correlation. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. They've got nine delicious flavors: coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. Matt, what's your favorite? Uh, the the birthday cake. I actually just used the promo oh. code to stock up on the birthday cake uh, n- not I too should. long ago. So God, it's so good. I I should do that. Yeah, that's one of the occasional limited time flavors in it. Absolutely slaps. And if you haven't tried all the flavors in one, so you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. 
in one box. It's great. So you could try it out, see what you like the best. And not only are these bars delicious on your taste buds, they're delicious on your body. Butter. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. So tastes great, make you look great, make you feel great. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie, chocolate brownie, peanut butter brownie, or whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so we buried the hell out of the lead. Buried the hell out of the lead. You, Matt, Sunday. You're you're, going to flatter me. Sunday at whatever, 1.37 p.m. on whole whatever, Mm -hmm. at whatever golf course. Fill Mm -hmm. us in on the details with your very first home run. Yeah, I did it, Will. Will, I did it. I I, I put a ball right in the hole. You Uh, did it. No, there, there's, there's a little track up uh, in Rochester called Blackheath. It's a very open course, very well-maintained. i got to say only $39, too. That's probably pound for pound the best course in Metro Detroit for, like, the bank for your buck. I, I love that course. Uh, yeah, so it was 116 yards away, hole 15. Now, that seems pretty short, doesn't it? Well, usually they, it plays from, like, 150, but they had the blue tees and the white tees joined together at the front. Ah. And I'm glad they did because, well, I took a nice little pitching wedge, a little knockdown action. I, I could gas up a pitching wedge to, like, 135, <laughs> but, like, I, I like Yeah, my, you know, 87% wedge. 87% wedge. 87% wedge. You know, we, we got about a 9-mile-an-hour wind going left to right, and, uh, okay. yeah, just gave it a good old flap and uh, <laughs> hit the, hit, hit the green, took one hop, and then just disappeared. And like, I like I kind of just blacked out. I was like, I, I th- that th- like that that no, I didn't just see that. That, that was crazy. <laughs> and, and, and then my buddy, um, was like, uh, that just took a bounce into the coffin. And I'm like, I, I think it did too. And so like, I just started sprinting as fast as I could to the green, all 116 yards. I uh, looked at you know all the balls were accounted for on the green. And I look in the cup, and sure enough, there it is. It's it's sitting right there. And I just, I didn't even know. I, I think I just crouched down because, A, I was in disbelief, and, B, I was also out of breath, man. I've never been in worse shape my entire life, so that 116-yard sprint uh, <laughs> almost killed yeah. me. Uh, so there, there are two so funny you, things that you straight. I'm sorry. Go, go, go. <laughs> you straight sprinted from the tee box to the green. Yeah. Were you the last one to hit? Did other people have to hit? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> last one to hit, and I get there, and I like, give out like this fist bump. And this is one of the funny things that happened is like, there's a tee box right by that green, too, and there's four guys there. And I give like probably like the most awkward like white <laughs> fist bump in the entire world. And uh, one guy's like, oh, was that a hole-in-one? I'm like, yeah, it was. And then like all four of them, honest to God, their reaction was, oh, nice. Oh, I almost just cussed. I almost just said F them. Oh, dude, you you would have thought like I had like a 10 foot par to save double bogey, like with their reaction. So that was that was uh, that honestly makes the story funnier. Uh, Yeah, it was it was great. And um, one other thing that I've wanted to do all the time in golf is break 
uh, par through nine holes. And after mm-hmm. that, I had three holes to go, and I was two under on the back. Oh, no. Will, what, no. Uh, act you like you've been there before? Act 40. like you've been there before? I did not. No, I, I acted <laughs> like, what, what, what's the opposite of acting like you've been there before? Because I lost all composure. I, I shot a 40. Oh, yeah, 40. Oh, oh yeah, I went uh, bogey, double, double after that. That's, uh, yeah. That's right, for a nice old, uh, what would that be? Three, three over par, yeah. Um. I could usually oh recount every shot from every round that I hit. Uh, I I don't remember any shots from the last three holes. Sure, like, I sure. Just, just, as you uh, shouldn't. Completely out of my mind uh, there. So yeah, so, sorry. To... I have a couple questions. Please, yeah. Um, what kind of golf shoes do you have? Because I have like light, nice, new Adidas shoes for my sure. golf spikes. Do you have like clompers? Do you, were you just like could? Everyone across the course hear your feet as you ran a hundred yards to the green. You know what? Maybe because like this hole is in the middle of the golf course, and <laughs> I'm I'm losing my mind. I'm probably breathing very heavily too as I'm huffing and puffing all the way over there. So they, they, and they are a little on the heavier side, so they they do have some clonk to them. Yeah, no yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, your your um, was there a club throw? No, club was in the okay. hand, surprisingly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All the way there. Like, you hit a home run and ran around the bases with your club. Right. It was like someone handed me a, a, a baton that's roughly 36 inches, and I just was like, all right, bet, let's go. We're, we're okay. holding to, to the finish line here. Yep. The the run from the tee box to the green, dead straight? Did you have to run around there the There are pond? some hills. Did oh, there, no, there, hills? There's, okay. it's, it's hilly. It's, it's, it's straight down, which I'm surprised I just didn't fall forward and crack my face open. And then the, the hill up the green, the run up there after oh, already running okay. 90 yards. Uh, that that's what almost killed me. So honestly, not a bad way to go out though. Like no. heart attack after yeah. hole one, I, I would have been content with it. So all right. And then, what was your wife's reaction when you told her? Uh, she was, uh, oh, that's awesome, nice. Uh, when are you getting home? <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame her though. Long long morning with the kid. No, it was it was fine. I I, I called my dad immediately. Called my brother and called uh, my my wife all in the span of like five minutes. So I was I was like the worst playing partner in the world for the. Actually, the rest of the round because I was, yeah, uh, like Brian. I haven't felt a high like that since uh, the Jalen Watts Jackson play. Like the, I, the, I think there are two times in my life where it's like a truly out of body experience. It was that, and it was watching Jalen Watts like <laughs> run the ball in the end zone, where I thought I was yeah. like hallucinating for a second. Like I, I'm not actually seeing what I'm seeing right now, but yeah. So That's it was cool, uh, man. it was fun. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So thanks for letting me uh, share the story and. Bore you and the uh, listeners with no, yeah, I man, mean, it's, uh, dude, I was gonna do the, I was gonna do the entire episode on this. <laughs> well, you know what's funny too. So like, I, I'm golfing with uh, like my best friend, and he was over the night before, and we had the conversation. Like, we're drinking beers, and we had the conversation. Like, do you think you ever hit a hole in one in your life? And like, we were both like, yeah, like I think we do, whatever. And 13 hours later, with him on the tee box too, like, bang, happens. So that was a really cool moment um, as well to. To share it with uh, two two good guys, so yeah. I, I did have witnesses. Other than the four people on the tee box, they were like, good. "Nice, cool." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't uh, just a muted reaction. Those jerks. <laughs> Dude, it was like of the four people, only one guy like nodded his head like in acceptance. Like, yeah, nice. The other just de- deadpan straight. Like, hmm, that yep, that happens in golf. <laughs> that's it. Yep. Yes, yeah. that's normal. <laughs> yeah, put the ball in the hole. That's what you're supposed to do. That's yeah, that's correct. So, no, it was it was it was awesome, man. Um, yeah, and uh, 
I don't know what else to say. I, I feel like I've been out of my mind the entire day ever since it happened. I'm also very exhausted because, boy, that, that crash from that high that I've been riding all day, <laughs> that has uh, hit me like a ton of bricks here. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a sugar rush when you're a kid. Like you it, just, it is. You just is. housed a fun dip in yeah. the form of a hole-in-one, and you just, nothing's, you just, you yeah. know it's going to happen now because when I golf and go up to a par three, one out of every 10 holes, one out of every 10 shots, like, man, maybe I, what if I hit a hole in one? That happens once. Oh, totally. Maybe not even that often to me. Like, I'm just like, okay, the wind's blowing this way. Let me just try to throw it up on the green and maybe I can hit a putt. That's, yeah, that's yeah. my mindset. Every single par three you step up to now, you're going to be thinking about your hole in one. Yeah, no, without a doubt. And like, my mom asked me too, like, well, a lot of people asked me, like, did you know it was going in? Like when, when yeah. I left the club, I'm like, yes, you know, I did, but I've also had that same feeling probably 90 times in my life. Like where yeah. I thought like, oh, that's the one. And then it doesn't come anywhere <laughs> close to like the hole. I'm either like 20 <laughs> yards short. I bladed it over. It, like, yeah. So, so I was like, oh yeah, that actually looks pretty good. Oh my Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that's awesome, dude. The, the ball just left. It's it's gone. So I, that's um, that, that's my Creed cartwheel. Uh, if you're an office fan, like I have nothing else to accomplish. Uh, that, that's it. Like that. That's that's all I had to, to do in life is just get a hole in one. So here I am. Uh, I'm uh, very happy for you. I am jealous, but not in like a, an aggressive way. Because like, sure. It just you just got to play a bunch of golf and be decent and hope. Hopefully you get lucky one day. I understand that. Yeah, I understand lucky. that. So I'm not like rage filled. I'm just legitimately happy for you. It's Thanks. Really I, cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. Then, I then. saw that picture and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Um, I was like, should I tell my wife? No, it's not my hole in one. <laughs> No, thanks a ton, man. It's, it's been awesome hearing from a lot of people, and everyone on Twitter has been very nice and congratulatory. So uh, Yeah, and your hair looked great. Yeah, see, you, you noticed? All right, that's good. That's good. Yeah. As, as, as long as that's being noticed, that, that's really the more important aspect of it. Um, yeah. yeah, man, crazy. I, I mean, I could talk about it forever. I will talk about it forever. I, I was telling the other guys I was golfing with, like, I am going to be a douche about this. I'm sorry. Like uh, you will never hear me not talk about this the rest of my life. So. Yeah. <laughs> Them's the breaks. Um, yeah. And once once again, shout out to the groundskeeper at Blackheath for moving up the blue tees to the white tees and making yeah, that there you go. forty yards shorter <laughs> of a part three. So because someone was Some... like, "We're playing from the women's tees." Well, oh, kind of <laughs> close. Close. The, senior the, tees. The, the senior, senior tees, tees buddy. But that's because that's where the blues were that day. So, <laughs> that's right. All right. Some great comments, too. Um, and your thing. Be- uh, best golfing accomplishment of the day. Yeah, that's right. Pretty nice. good. Yeah. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Phil. That's right. <laughs> it's a really long throw, but I'll say he could have thrown it. Oh, uh, I need Tommy John surgery immediately after that. Yeah. Stop playing golf now. It won't get any better. Honestly, that, that, that I kind of did actually going bogey double double. I, I kind of did stop playing after that, go. didn't I? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Dan K. Dan Kilbridge, welcome to the club. That's you. A flex. That's a flex. You. I love that. I love that. That's totally a you. Oh, oh, and I will be doing that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. You sh- oh, as you, you all one? should. So do I. <laughs> as you all should. Hole in one club. Well, congratulations. I know it was an MSU talk, but that was I want. We had to talk. Uh, I wore an MSU polo for the shot. Like, yeah, that's our, you did. That's our you bridge did. there, right? Yeah, yeah, right on. Uh, all right, man. That's gonna do it for us here on Locked In Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We'll be back tomorrow with 
I don't know. More of what we've been doing the last four or five shows. I'll, like I'll just, golf tomorrow and try to do it we're again. We're just going to keep... Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try to hit hole-in-one, and then we'll sure. talk about my hole-in-one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Oh, I got to read a thing for lockdown today. Hold on. Uh, NBA playoffs. They're going to be reacting to it. Suns beat the Lakers. Hawks beat the Knicks. NBA playoffs. Lockdown today. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Matt, uh, do your thing. Uh, we got a fact here. In May 2019, the MSU baseball team won two games in a three-game road series at number 24-ranked Iowa. It marked the first series the Hawkeyes lost at home that season. Go Green, guys. Love you all. You're the best. Let's have a good week. <laughs>